This is an exclusive presentation of Podcast One Sports. What up? This is Robert Orton. Or three pointers. You might know me as Big Shot Bob. So Orton for three. Oh, unbelievable! This guy is off the charts. What's going on, Big Shot Bob? Robert Orton from downtown. Now that's making a statement. You know, sometimes we're tardy, but we always get the job done. We show up in due time. Uh, it is the Big Shot Bob podcast. Uh, B-Dog Brandon Harper, of course, seven-time NBA champion. Uh, Robert Ori, who, by the way, I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, Lord. Uh, we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, quick, I'll, I'll make this very, very brief. The reason we're late this week, um, my old man had a heart attack, another one. Uh, my dad's had a bad heart for a long time, so I was in South Florida most of the week trying to get my dad right. Um, they're working on his heart. Uh, I don't, he's hanging in there. Uh, he's in, he's on a ventilator. He's on a feeding tube. It sucks. The whole situation blows. They're doing their best to get him back. Uh, so I'm just kind of praying for my pops, but, uh, I apologize for the show. Obviously, obviously we're a little bit late this week. So, um, you know, family drama, it, uh, it happens. No need to apologize. I know, but yeah. Family comes first. Yeah, I get it. It's just, uh, man, this, and I've, I've always, Part of what makes doing this stuff great, especially with you guys, on weeks that I am not at my best or I've had a crappy week or something's wrong, this is usually the best hour of my week. We bust (laughs) each other's balls and we have fun and we laugh and we goof. And sometimes when you're dealing with crap like this, that's all you need. You know what I mean? I just, I need an hour to just joke about how the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame invites Robert Ori out to do an appearance, but he's not in the goddamn Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's all I need. And that's my bone to pick with you. What the hell are you doing? Making an appearance at the Hoops Hall, and you ain't in the Hoops Hall. Hey, you, you have to do what you can, man, to try to slide in that toilet. <laughs> They're lobbying, man. Hey, you know how you had to clean the ladies, uh, like when I was growing up? You know, you had to take out the lady's trash next door, do things. So she was like, yeah, come on inside, baby, and pick you some plums. You know, you do these little <laughs> things to get to get in the building, Holy shit, man. you grew up in the South. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not just the South. He oh. grew up in the country. Holy cow. I grew up in the country. Come pick you some plums. My plums, God. Blackberries, you know, yeah. pears, peaches. I even had to pick peas, man. So, you know. That's the dirty south. See, that's how you know you grew up in New Jersey. You touch the neighbor's trash can up north. They're like, get the fuck out of my yard. You're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry. My man. Oh shit. So uh yeah, what what were you doing for them? Just just doing like a little appearance or something? Yeah, it was just you know, I've done that before in the past where they always have these little sessions where fans come in and um you get different uh people in the basketball world to come in and do interviews and talk. It was actually fun, man. It was a lot of people from from Germany. It was some people from London. People all over the world. They just want to visit the Basketball Hall of Fame. And I was there. And the crazy part about it is three days before I got there, Spree was there. And it was like, you oh, know, Spree was just left here. I said, who that ghost? Because <laughs> he, he ghosts me every time, man. He tried, like, Spree, we'll talk for like 15 minutes. And all of a sudden, Gone. silence. Gone. Gone. He did that to B-Dog, I think. <laughs> and B-Dog's trying to get him on the podcast, and he was on Instagram, and he's like, yo, I got to connect with Rob. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Let's get you on the show. Gone. 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 <laughs> Disappeared in the thin air. Gone. And the crazy part about it is he reached out to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's even better. He was the one that reached out. But, no, hold on, though. But about maybe a 
seven, eight months ago, everybody that I knew were getting texts from this so-called Spreewell. And it wasn't Spreewell. It was the weirdest thing. Huh. Allie got a text. Geeter got a text. Brez, even James got a text. Like, yo, man, it's Spree. Yo, tell Rob to holler at me. Here's my number. I'm like, that's not Spree's number. I'm like, so it was a fake Spree running around forever. And he wasn't just calling. It was, it was about 40 people that he was reaching out to. And they was like, yo, even my mama said, yo, Spree Rail text me. I'm like, how the hell this dude get how's my mama's got, number? How did he get, how did whoever this was get anybody's number? Yes. Like, I'm like, how's he, he got your be, number? How's he got Allie's number? How's he got the He's number? a hell of a hacker, boy, because he texts me too. I'm like, dude, you this ain't He must have got into Spree's phone or something. Uh, he must have. Yeah. He but Spree ain't got my mama we... number. <laughs> then shit, then who knows what he did. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's skilled. Yes, yes. So, damn. Uh, a lot going on. Not a like a ton of of crazy NBA stuff going on this week, but we did get this. Nothing. We did get this LeBron deal, uh, coming down. So what is it? It's two years, ninety seven million. Let's say let's say a hundred. Let's say fifty million. That's million. not terrible. <laughs> That's not terrible. He's now he's in through the twenty four season when he can uh get pop for free agency, and that just so happens to line up with when uh Bronny hits the NBA draft. So he's he's said many times he wants to play with his kid. Go man. Is, hold on. It's like, is he really gonna hit the draft then? People think he's gonna be a one and done. How do we know Brian might say, you know what, I'm enjoying the hell out of college. I wanna spend four years here or whatnot. So He's not spending know, they, four they put, years in college. They putting too much pressure on that kid, man. They putting way too pressure too much pressure on him. Not just, you know, the whole world's like, oh, you're gonna play with your dad in the NBA. That's just too much pressure, man. But I mean, he got enough pressure on him already with that last name. Yeah, yeah. You know that that his kids, you know, and it, and it's nothing against anybody else, any other NBA players, a child who's had their last name. But his kids may have the most pressure on them more than any other NBA player's child, like because yeah. they're coming in with all kinds of hype. And then you're talking about uh, Bryce, who I think is a couple of years behind or three He's or four freshman. years behind, yeah. right? And they're talking about, oh, no, he the one. You know, he's hit a he's growth good. spurt. Yeah. And he's they're talking good. about he'd be better than Bronny. So he'd be better than Bronny. See? I, I, he's already caught up with Bronny, in my opinion. He just says mm-hmm. that's athletic because he's still going into his body. Right. But if you put the skill set versus the skill set, by the time Bronny gets the same age, is, you know, when he times out of high school, he's going to be probably a top 15, top 20 player in the country maker. Yeah. He can ball. Yeah. I give yeah. him that. You know. But this is like Sharif and Shakir, uh, Shaq's mm-hmm. kids. Everybody's, I mean, we talked about Sharif a couple weeks ago coming in and mm-hmm. getting getting time with the Lakers and stuff, but er, a lot of people have said Shakir's right on his heels. Yeah, and Shakir's going to be one of them players. Yeah. I don't think is. you're right. I don't think it's as big of hype as Bronny. And That's Bryce probably though. true. That's probably true. Well, because Shaq's not, he's not yeah, today's active. NBA. This idea right. that LeBron and Bronny can play together in the NBA which has right. never been done. It's been done in Major League Baseball. Like we've seen, we saw it with the Field of Dreams games and Ken, Ken Griffey Sr. and Ken, Ken Griffey, Griffey Jr. Yep. Got mm-hmm. to come yep. out and, you know, to throw the ball back and forth. They obviously got to play in the league at the same time. Never happened in the NBA. Right. So the it's fact that this could happen, I think, is is even fueling that hype even more, you know? just as I, But LeBron would be 39 around that time if that happens. And if he's still balling at 39... And he's trying God to get in, and, and then it becomes, <laughs> well, then it becomes, where do they go? Because 
basically at that point, if Bronny does go into the draft, you're beholden to wherever he signs. And you hope that team is willing to fork up the money to not just sign Bronny, but also bring LeBron over at yeah, the ass end is, of his career. Is LeBron still going to be playing at a high level, or he just want to be on the team with his son? Yeah, I don't. I think he'll be playing at a. We look at we we said the same thing about LeBron. Now, how old is he now? Thirty six, thirty seven. I think he's thirty six. So, no one would have thought LeBron would have been playing at the level he's playing at now at thirty six. Now, obviously, that's three years away. Anything can happen, but. Obviously, with him signing his two-year extension with the Lakers, he's thinking, hey, we got to get at least one or two more titles out of this little run because his contract and Anthony Davis' contract, their, their expiring contracts match up. Mm-hmm. When when LeBron is a free agent, AD is a free agent. So they're looking, we got to get at least one, maybe even two more titles out of this thing because after that, if that happens, LeBron don't care. Hey, I'm going to go play with my son. If we go going to Oklahoma City, guess we're going to Oklahoma City. That does nothing but good for the Thunder. Marketing, hey, we got the first father-son tandem in NBA history. Yeah. yeah. LeBron's 37, by the way. See? Right it's now. Gonna, it's going it's to be interesting, man. Yeah. I, I, just don't, I just don't like the pressure they're putting on Bronny, man, because I know – Think about the pressure you put on yourself and, you know, and all the fans who come out just to see him fail, not succeed. It's just it's just a lot of pressure, man. People booing him. You know, you don't even know this kid. Why are you booing him, man? Just because he gets more hype than your child. It's it's, it's just because his last name is James. James. The NBA. Heavy as the head, man. Heavy as the head. So they came out. uh, I saw on Twitter the other day how, uh, you know, one of these scouts talked about how um, Oregon is the is the team that's the front running team to land Bronny when he goes to college? Because of Nike, <laughs> maybe so. But guess Gotta what? Be. See, this is this is this is what happens when you're you have a James last name. LeBron swooped in real quick and said he hasn't taken any visits. He's had a couple of calls. When he wants to let you know what's going on, he'll let you know what's going on and shut that down real quick. <laughs> when you have guys that have a certain name, don't be putting out false reports because LeBron is not shy on on Twitter. Uh-uh. Oh, that's He'll sure. let you know. Yeah, Instagram too, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think though he should just you know have some fun, go to college. You know, he ain't got to play in the NBA just yet. You know, it's not like if something happens, he ain't gonna be well off. His dad, I work for a billion dollars. You'd be fine. Go have some fun in college. Be you know, enjoy your life, man. So when you went to the draft, you were a junior. No, I was a, I was a senior. You were a senior. Okay, yeah, so we know you finished up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was there any idea that maybe you would leave earlier than that? Well, after I got into it with my coach in, in my junior year, I thought about leaving. And the Knicks were, you know, there was a rumor that the Knicks would take me like seventeen or eighteen. They picked because they was looking for a small part at the time. But I didn't. I didn't want to leave. I had so much fun in college, man. Sure. Think about it, you have. You know, everybody's like. I, if, especially this day and age, you you getting paid to get in college. If I was in this era, man, think about rolling on campus in a Lambo and, and you and Kyle, you're the big dog on campus. You got endorsement you deals, guys. man. Yes. You got NIL money. Oh you know, you could be a big fish in a little pond right now, but, you know, they all want to get to the league and then realize they get to the league. I'm like, oh, shit, we got a lot of responsibility. We got a lot of people saying, gimme, gimme, gimme. So, yeah. But I enjoyed the hell out of college, man. I recommend guys going. You know, if I if I was the head of the NBA, I would make guys go to college for two years at the most. 
instead you know, of just one like and the done. NFL, yeah. two years. And people are like, well, you denying this guy a right to earn money. I said, yeah, but this is a billion dollar business, and we need guys to learn how to become men and respect themselves and respect the game. And what better place to do this in college where you have to learn how to work well with others yeah. and not just come from AAU playing one year, you know, in the in the G League and then come to the league and then thinking you all hot and mighty. But I just think they should play two years, you know, in college to learn how to become men. I get that. And I understand where you're coming from. I, I guess I look at it from the standpoint, what, what age can you be drafted into the military? 18. So my thing Everybody is if you drafted anymore, man. <laughs> but what I'm saying is if you can, if, if the military views you as a grown man mm-hmm. going into handing you a gun or whatever else and going into combat, then you should also make it be able to make your decision if you want to go play in the NBA at 17, 18 years old. Well, see, that's well, a, a slippery slope there too, though, because yeah. you can go into the into the military at eighteen, but you can't buy a beer till you're twenty one. So I was about to say the same I can thing. carry a gun and shoot another man, <laughs> but I can't drink a. a but Michelob? do you see the hip- But on. you see the hypocrisy in that though. Oh, but here's completely. the thing though. This that is all this. You know, the NBA is is private. You know, it's, you're it's right. a business. And we have they have the right, just like they tell you what to wear, what to say, and what to you know do. They they have that right. You know, you just can't come on and say, "Oh, a ref sucked tonight." You know, they gonna find you for that. So they have the they, they can you know take away your fifth amendment right. You know, so they can yeah. say, "Hey, this is yeah. what we want in our league." You know what I mean? Right. You're right. Um, we'll see what happens. Do you think that does anything for um, this this deal that they've done with LeBron in LA? Does that do anything for this Kyrie? Because I'm obviously now you've committed even more money to LeBron James. You know that's that's. I'm out here every day, and people ask me that question every day. I'm I have sure. no clue what's right. going on over there. You know, it's it's just weird, man. Because it's been quiet here on the front. So yeah, I haven't heard just, a ton. I Outside of the thing we talked about, where they're willing to do two picks, but yeah, now I'm wow. hearing they're willing to do picks, but they're not going to move anybody else. So it's two picks or nothing. I do I'm think. Like, with LeBron signing his extension, I think he would really, I think in his mind, he's like, look, I really would like for y'all to go after Kyrie because I think that's a, he feels as though, I guess that's a piece that they need in order to be able to contend throughout the duration of that contract. So I would think with him signing this extension, nah, we, we here to compete and we got to do whatever we possibly can to be able to compete for titles. I'm not here in LA just to be here in LA. I'm here in LA to win. After that, then we'll go on a joy ride, me and my son, and we'll go wherever and yeah. ride this thing off into the sunset. But while I'm here in LA, no, I'm here to win titles. And whatever we got to do to win titles, make it happen. Yeah, a lot of a lot yeah. of stuff on the table, man. Just a lot of stuff yeah. out there on the it's table. It's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be you know, I it's and if you really think about it, it's right around the corner. So oh no, it's sneaking up, ASAP. man. We, I was mm-hmm. just gonna say we got the schedule now. Schedule's yeah. out, we know what we're doing. Uh opening week, by the way. You got the Celtics hosting the Sixers on opening night. Uh, Lakers and Warriors opening night. Uh, the next night, you've got the Pelicans. Zion is back at Brooklyn. And then the Suns and the Mavs, the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> All within the That's first gonna two nights. To watch. Just within the first yeah. two nights of the season, uh, which I think is. I'm ready for that Suns and Mavs That's going to be a man. scrappy <laughs> elbow-tossing game, man. I'll tell you. See, yeah. opening night, and I think they did this. I don't know if this game is on Christmas is why it's not an opening night, but I think they should have had a, a rematch of the finals. 
Celtics Warriors are opening night. Unless that's on Christmas. I, I don't know the full Christmas. I haven't slate. seen yeah, I haven't seen I haven't looked at Christmas yet. I just kinda looked uh, for the first couple of weeks, but I, should, I think they should have had a rematch of the finals opening night. Well, they, they 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 probably usually when they do that, they kinda let the guys, you know, amp up and get into better shape and get in a rhythm. So you say, oh, this is a premier. So yeah. I, I think it's probably, it should be, that should, that should be a Christmas day game to me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but you, have you seen the Lakers schedule though? I haven't I'm dove too deep into it now. I Dude, haven't. They, the NBA straight hated on the Lakers this year. Did they really? They, well, now they, I'm intrigued. Hold on. They, the Christmas game on the road. Thanksgiving, yep. they got to leave Thanksgiving night. They got they got oh, screwed, no. boy. <laughs> yeah, because Christmas Day, they're always at home. Yes, they they've always play. They playing whites on Christmas Day, man. You know, yeah. since the Staples Center slash Crypto.com. Oh, yeah, they're in San Antonio on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then Christmas, they're playing at the Mavericks on Christmas. Yes. So they got to go to Dallas. Yeah, and play at the Mavs on Christmas, and then they on the road for like eight days or ten days after that. Oh so, yeah, they got oh yeah. The NBA right. says, "Screw you, Lakers, y'all ain't good anymore." No, they're at the Mavs, Magic, Heat, Hawks, Hornets, and then they go back home. Yeah, because <laughs> they're like an eight day road trip. Yeah, they're here in Atlanta. I think that's LeBron's birthday, the thirtieth of December. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. I think it's something like that. But they're, you're right. They're not back in L.A. till January fourth. <laughs> <laughs> they put them on the road straight through the holidays and into the new year. <laughs> like, good luck. Oh, damn! That's until hilarious. you can get back to the top of the mountain, you will be getting a sucky schedule. But they're like- gonna be they're gonna be in Atlanta on the thirtieth. So mm-hmm. it might be a New Year's Eve party in Atlanta because they don't yeah. play again until the second oh, oh, yeah. in Charlotte. Oh, it will be. So and it uh, be, uh, I'm, I'm really interested to see how Charlotte's going to be this year. Well, they're they're getting some pieces back, so well, they they lost their best piece, well, Mikael Bridges. Yeah, Bridges is gone, so it's going to be hurt. Wasn't so that was hurt for them though? Um, shit, why am I pulling a blank on this? Well, was Lamelo hurt? hurt? Yeah, he was hurt. Yeah, yeah was maybe hurt. that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah, but when you lose a guy like Mikael Bridges, obviously to his own stupidity, um. That's major because he's one of your franchise players. So you're now having to – you took a step back. I mean, obviously you still have LaMelo, but you took a step back. That's one of your franchise players who decided to be stupid, and now he'll, he'll probably no longer play for you. No longer that's play a, for you. That's a 20, that's 2010 piece gone right there. It's hard to replace the 2010 piece, yeah, especially as athletic. He's, well, he was coming into his own too, so Bridges is going to be a major loss. They went from the playoffs – to out of the playoffs with that. Wow. Yep. Yep. Um. Did you Did you see the Ben Simmons thing? Did you see the guy no. that ran into Ben Simmons at the mall? I did. I did. So uh-uh. it seems like what was it last week? The week before, Rob, you were like, "Man, we haven't even seen Ben Simmons. Yes. Like, where is he? <laughs> is he Is he okay? Has anyone heard from him? Have we done like a safety check on Ben? Is he all right? Mm-hmm. And then this dude runs into him at the mall, sees him in. It's sugar, which is a candy store. Um, yeah. But dude, dude played him bad on this. He really listen to this guy run up to him. Oh my God, it was you, bro, Russell Westbrook, bro, Russell Westbrook, bro. Oh my God, bro, Russell Westbrook, bro. Hold up, bro. I ain't playing with you, bro. I ain't playing with you, bro. Russell Westbrook, bro. Can't shoot, bro. I'm sorry, bro. All right, bro. I'm sorry, bro. Can't shoot, bro. Westbrook, bro. All right, bro. I love you, bro. 
I love you, bro. I love you, bro. All right, I love you, bro. <laughs> Can't you? If you bro? don't suck up. I mean, dude, he was just he was clowning him, and it was yeah. Hey, that's one of those ones when you realize it says okay. I got a lot of money, but I'm about to lose some right now. Yeah, I'm about to snatch your phone and throw that shit half across the mall. <laughs> he didn't. He did, to his credit. I think what did he say? I wrote it down because like, it was hard to hear in the audio. Don't play with me. He snapped. Simmons just did. Don't play with me. And then like immediately, some dude in a black shirt with muscles the size of my head steps like in between him. So obviously Simmons has somebody with him. Yeah. <laughs> um, got in the middle of that and just sent this guy out the door. And by the way, it's sugar is a hell of a good candy store. It is. They got a lot of stuff in that store. What is Ben doing in the candy store though, man? I'm like, he eat candy too. Get your ass out of the candy hey, store. Get, get somebody's the gym. birthday. Somebody's you know something's come some kind of gift. He getting a gift for a kid or something, man. You know, man, man getting some for himself. <laughs> can't shoot, bro. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, you bro. can't look. I understand hey, that you, I already you, told you. him, but yeah, I can I can buy you a life. <laughs> y'all better stop. Y'all better leave these NBA players alone out in public and trying to play them like that. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, now, hey, if, if you're one of those people that keep the same energy in real life that you do on social media and you're talking crap, I got to salute you. But you got to be able to deal with the consequences that come along with it, too. This is true. <laughs> I love you, bro. <laughs> I love you, bro. <laughs> That was just funny. Hey, sports fans. It's Chris Howard, former Jacksonville Jaguar running back and 1997 National Championship running back from the University of Michigan. Get plugged in with me every week as I'll be breaking down the biggest topics in the world of sports and entertainment. Join me and my special guests for some honest conversations about sports and life when the cameras are no longer flashing. I'll also be breaking down weekly matchups for NFL and college football games. Be in the know, listen to, and follow Plugged In with Chris Howard now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. The other big story this week was uh, Deshaun Watson. That uh, that punishment from the NFL officially came down. Uh, I guess there was a judge earlier in the month that had said six games. Right. And then they pushed back on that. The NFL came down and went, no, we're going to do 11 games, 5 million bucks. And uh, he's got to do like a bunch of community service and outreach stuff like that. So um, 11 games, 5 mil, which, by the way, is like about 2% of his deal that he signed. So what do you think on the Deshaun Watson punishment from the NFL? You know, it's 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 so hard when you come to this situation because – you know, it's what he did or allegedly did was just bananas. I'm like, it's it's you can't really put that into words, man, because all these women, he sounded like he a nympho to me. Yeah, man. 22 to 24. So, I mean, it's just big. And they kept popping up. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you hate to see it. You know, we were just talking about this before we went on air about, you know, great talented quarterbacks and you have a situation – like this to derail their they, they, they careers, you know, and I hope that this doesn't, you know, 
derail his career and he could, you know, apologize, make amends and move on from this because the boy got talent, you know, and oh, he's he, extremely he, he talented. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I think they should have given him a whole season. If you're going to say 11 games, just call it a season. Yeah. You know those, what I mean? Those five it, games left and give it, it's, it's sort of likens itself to any of these other athletes who get in trouble. You take a year off or most, almost all of a season. If you don't see him for a year, the next time you see him, maybe things have come down a little bit. He's put in a little bit of work, and people have sort of come to terms with it. And it, I don't know. Just seeing him back on the field this season is going to be off-putting but for some it, people. It's, it's, but, you know, for me, though, it's, you think about last season, and you're like, he didn't play at all last season. And, like, that was like almost being suspended for a entire season last year. That's true. You know, now you got – so he's basically missed two years of football – and that's not to do due to any injuries. So, man, can he still play? <laughs> no, nah, he can still play. It's it's one of this is one of those situations where yeah, he should have he should have gotten. I thought he was going to end up getting the full season. I, I really do. I think he I think he probably should have gotten a full season. And you know, bro, where there's smoke, there's fire. You know, putting yourself in certain situations. Just because you think you can and you have notoriety and you got money, bro, you, you you can't do that. You just can't. Even if you say you didn't do what people thought you did, you did something. Yeah. 20, I mean, 25, 26 women? So yeah, 24 women don't come forward if nothing happened. It's not some big conspiracy. You know, he, he did have been smart. He was like, yeah, suspend me for this season right here. Last season. You get it out of the way. And then we put it behind us. Well, he tried to fight. It's it. almost like the it's almost like the Roger Clemens thing, you know, where it dragged on for so long, for so long, for so long. And then like, dude, just you know, do like Andy did. Say, okay, yeah, I did it. Slap me on the wrist. Let's move on. You know what I mean? Which is funny because when you look back at that, Andy Pettit looks like he did the best thing he could have ever done in that situation. Yes. Because yes. nobody brings up Andy Pettit's name ever. Never. And he sat in front of the media and was like, Yeah, yeah, I I like I didn't I did all this stuff. I yeah. did. All right. So yeah. uh, are we good? Everybody's good? All right. See yeah. and, <laughs> like, and, and for that situation, I was laughing. People like, it's, you know, you get so mad at athletes doing this to perform for you, but yet you don't get mad at people running around here smoking, killing their lungs and doing all this kind of stuff. It, it's the weirdest thing. Like, it's my body. I can put the hell I want in it, you know? Yeah. But I know it says, oh, it gives you an advantage. You know what gives you an advantage? DNA gives you an advantage too. <laughs> yeah. So, so my man. my big contention with 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 PEDs in, in baseball, not to get us into baseball, but was okay. Yes, they make you stronger. They don't make you hit a baseball any better, yeah. in the sense that you still have to have enough timing to see a baseball and hit a baseball. Yes, yes, Why it'll not? make it leave the ballpark easier. I get that. You still have to hit the damn thing. Sorry, yeah. side topic. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think they'll forget. Look, we don't live in a very forgiving world. Um. And especially when it grows, <laughs> right? Especially when it comes down to, you know, what Deshaun is being accused of. Um, this this scarlet letter is going to hang over him for quite some time, and even next season when he comes back, every with the five games remaining, whenever he's on the road, oh, he's going to hear it. Next season, he's going to hear it. His first game back is against the Texans. Uh, you know, but the crazy thing is, but they're going to everywhere he go. This is going. This is the funny part about this situation. There's going to be so many women organizations that's going to say, you know what? We're going to protest him. We're going to buy up all these tickets and go to the game. You're supporting him in that sense. You NFL's know? getting paid. Yeah. And by the like way, it. I was really wary on 11 games. I'm like, that's such a odd 
number his first game back is against Houston. <laughs> I'm like, that's why it's 11 games. If it, should, it could have been 12. It could have been 14. No, we're going to make it 11 because we want Deshaun Watson versus the Texans. Yep. Some bullshit. Money, 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 money. That's some bullshit. So let's let's not hang our hat on integrity, NFL. We know that yeah. that's not what you're in it for. You know that you know the NFL has never had a moral compass. Oh God, no, know. hell no. Roger Goodell's gotten very good at what? I didn't hear anything. What are you talking about? Uh, hey, Who's that? I don't even know what you're talking about. In a minute, boy. <laughs> he's so he's so delusional that you appoint somebody to bring down punishment on him. They bring that bring the punishment. The punishment is not to your liking. Well, if the punishment is not to your liking, then why didn't you just do the job? Yeah, why, mm-hmm. why, why pass the buck to somebody else, not like it, and then say, "Oh no, no, that's not good enough." Well, you appointed the person. It's, it's called plausible deniability. I, yep, yeah. that's exactly that's, what it that's is. what that's called. That's, that's a, the term. he made a that's shitty it. decision, not me. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Hey, right. and the funny part, he's like the boss. Like, I like him, but you know what? I'm gonna go to my my general manager. And you know, can you fire Robert, man? I don't, you know, I, I, I kind of <laughs> like it, but you know, this way I can keep that relationship with him. Yeah. So you do it, you know. Yeah, I want, I want to still be friends with him. Yeah. You know, yeah. that you, is. I don't exactly, give a shit about you. You can. Man, that you know. is exactly the term: plausible deniability. Let me, let me pass, even though I know what's going on. Let me pass it off, and then when it comes back to me and say, "Hey, I didn't know. I, I, no one told me. This is this right. was his choice, not mine." You're right. Yep. He did make a shitty decision. Bob, you're fired. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what did I do? You know? It's, yeah, it's yep, plausible deniability. That is like corporate America today. Is what that is man. in every in every aspect. Um, did you uh, did you see the Dodgers reporter? Yes. Brand. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I love this guy. So this dude wants to. There, the Dodgers are in Milwaukee. This dude wants to ride the slide that <laughs> Bernie, the mascot, goes down after the Brewers at a home run, and it's out in like center field, and it's it's a pretty steep slide. But I, I don't think he took into account that mascots are heavily padded. You know what I mean? Like they're thick. They got a yeah. lot of padding on them. Well. Dude went down the slide. Here, here it is, by the way, in the broadcast. And I want to make sure I, I, I know it's Nomar Garcia Parra, and I don't, I'm trying to remember who the other guy's name is. Uh, Joe Davis on the TV call for the Dodgers. Bassey has been talking for three days about going down the slide here in Milwaukee. I've never heard somebody so excited about doing anything, and David did do it today. Holy crap! Holy crap! Holy crap! Holy crap! Holy crap! Oh! Oh! <laughs> Oh no, okay. First, I want to report that he's okay. Dave. Dave. Hi, guys. Hey, I do my own stunts, Tom Cruise style. I try to play it up, Shaq in the Fool style, and you're looking at the Fool, but. Uh... Yeah. I love you, bro. Yeah, I love you too, man. But, <laughs> Didn't uh, he break like ribs? He, yeah, he fractured six, ribs. six yeah. ribs and broke his arm. Mm hmm. Dude got casted you know, up was, and did his job that night in a cast with six it, fractured ribs. You know, the crazy part, after he did that, he went and did an interview and did his interview because, you know, they had to do On the, the, you know, the pregame show. And he rushed him to the hospital after oh, that. No. And then he was back the next day. And he was back. And the best part was, I don't know who he was interviewing. I, I might have been the Dodgers catcher. I we rallied for you tonight, man. Yeah. <laughs> I told him on the field, we rallied for you tonight, bro. But, you know, he's loved by all the Dodgers, though. He well, is, most of those guys yeah. who do, like, the field reporting and stuff, yeah. they're, they're friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but 
Oh God, that's just bro. You break your arm and you fracture six ribs. Going down yeah. a slide. <laughs> Going down a freaking hey, slide. Every- if you want to see him slide, I'll show you how I'm up slide. I'll show you how I'm sliding. sliding. I'm yeah. sliding. Can't shoot, bro. I'm sorry, bro. Can't shoot, bro. Crash. Holy crap. Holy crap. Seen Holy crap. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen I'm sliding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey. I see how bitch slide. <laughs> made, look, what is that from? I'm not comparing injuries. I'm not comparing injuries. You make my injury look very minor. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. That's very similar to what you did. You didn't go down a slide though. You just jumped off a deck. Yeah. Yours was really? not out of ignorance. Yours was out of impatience. <laughs> it was. It was. It was I don't want to wait. I'll jump over the wall. I'm like, oh, come on. I have a little bit of both now. Well, that's true. Yeah, a little, a little bit. I can make this jump. I'm 20 again. Yeah, no, it was. It, it was out of impatience and stupidity. Absolutely. <laughs> this one. Was I, I just... wish I had the video. You know how you have y'all seen the video of the lady that's on the porch. And she's talking to the gardener and she leans up against the podium and then the podium falls and then it hits her top of the head. She, as she's going down, she's like, oh, shit. Oh, no, the I gardener, have not. The gardener is is aware that he runs over and slides under her because she's about to hit face first on the concrete and he slides <laughs> under her and catches her. So you have to look that up. It, it is. I have to send it to you. It's the funniest shit ever. Oh, my God. Because she's just leaning and it breaks and she stumbles, and then the portal hits in the back of the head and knocks her own. It's the funniest shit ever, man. Oh, you I didn't see that. that. No, I, I didn't see it. that one. No, yeah, you gotta see. send that, and uh, we'll put it up on our Twitter at Big Shot Bob Pod. You can put it on the Instagram too, B Dog. We'll, uh, we'll share that one with you. the world. No, I've 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 seen plenty of those videos though, especially because those posts at people's houses are yeah. just not supportive. They're like decorative, so people just lean on them and they just right over, right over. Um. I I put this on the show sheet. I don't even know if we want to talk about this. Uh, the Kobe lawsuit is going on. Vanessa Bryan is suing uh, L.A. County officials for taking pictures of the crash scene. If that legitimately happened, give her all the money because that's some bullshit. Like, I get that you take pictures for police. That, that comes with a tragic incident like that. But if people were legit taking personal photos, yeah, no. Sorry, nah, you don't ever it, get to work it, in this it, county again. It was bad, and then they took the photos and went to a bar and was sharing that's, with the bartender. It's that's if just, that's true. Yeah, go, uh, give her as much as she's asking for. Yeah, you know because what, that I, is some I, I, bullshit. Yeah, I want to say thank you to the bartender who reported him. You know, oh, is that who? Is that yeah, who? Yeah, bartender's okay. like, oh, you can't be doing that shit. You know, and, and it is, it's just ridiculous. That's it's like, terrible. Why would you want to share that? That's so heartless. You know? Yeah. What the hell is wrong with you? I well, just... let's just say this. When Kobe was living and playing, he owned LA. Yeah. Even in his passing, if this if this is true, his wife is gonna own LA. She should. Um, if this is true, she should. Yes, because... it's gonna it's mm. it's gonna it's gonna be Vanessa County. Yeah. Because be. this is egregious and this is heinous. Yeah. That the fact that even after so you know, the last few years of her having to mourn Kobe and you know her daughter and having to also take care of her other daughters and needing all the support that she has to still fight with the county fought with the helicopter company fought with all of these people while still mourning and having to take care of her family hey man just just give give her LA because she deserves LA yeah some underhanded shit I just wanted to mention it just because it's happening right now and it's always 
you know, it's something worth at least throwing out there. But yeah, rest um, in peace, Kobe. All right, you ready for this one? Big shot of the week going to some young kids from right here in Rome, Georgia, just north of Atlanta. Uh, Trayvon Adams, Antoine Carey, Tyson Brown, Alto Moore, and Caesar Parker. They're members of the Rome High School football team here in North Georgia. They witnessed a car wreck driving home. Yeah. Pulled over, ran out to this car, and they realized there was a woman trapped, and they, four or five high school football players, did everything they could to pull the doors off and get this woman out of this car in the middle of this wreck. Yeah. Uh, pulled the passenger side open, realized that they couldn't get her out from that side, ran around to the driver's side, and, you know, five football-playing guys just ripped that door up as much as they could, got her out of that car before anything else bad happened to her, and um, just just big shot to those young men because that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I saw them on the news the other day just talking about his, they were like, we didn't care nothing about us. Yeah. We were just trying to make sure she was good and get her out of the situation. Yeah. So, yeah, salute to those dudes. Good dudes. Anytime, anytime some guy that's, you know, a young guy, you know, like that kid we had we talked about before, just, you know, a selfless like them gives up their body, not thinking about them, but thinking about others. You know, you just it just makes you wish that everybody in the world was like this, where Hell yeah. you cared about the next man or the next woman or the next person or whatever it may be. And just, just to try to help each other out, man. So, yeah, I, I love big shots like this, man. Who yeah. Just go out and give it all for someone else. That's why I like doing these stories on the show every week. You know, yeah. just just a little reminder that, by the way, people don't universally suck. You know, yeah. there are some good ones out there. And uh, yeah. if we can feature one every week, that's a win. So, uh, listen, I apologize. I didn't have time to put a game together this week because I've spent uh, half my week in, a, in an automobile and fighting with people on the phone. So, uh, we'll uh, we'll get back to 100% normal yep. hopefully next week. But, uh, whew, I hate weeks like this. I know. I, I, I hate I, it. I feel you, brother. Yeah, you it just know? sucks. And it's like it's emotionally stressful. It's It's mentally exhausting and trying to still do your job and you know show up for other people and yeah you know, it's just it's a lot it's family shit is always a lot so if anybody's going through some stuff right now and you're listening to the show and you got family problems trust me when i tell you i can 100 percent relate and we feel you hey so. um, the best thing for everybody to do is just to try to you know realize what's more important the person who is in need and to figure this thing out set aside personal differences say yo man we need to do this for the health and the safety of the loved one yeah. because we both have something to come and that's a love for that individual. And they just need to sit back and just say, Hey, this is what's more important. Like I said, yeah. You know, for that's me, a that's uh, a fact. Yeah. It's, it, here was my thing. And I, I said this before and we'll close the show. Um, sports are important because when my dad and I didn't have anything, we had sports like my dad yeah. and my mom got divorced when I was about 10 years old. My dad kind of moved a little bit further away from where we lived, and I didn't get to see him all that often. My mom got remarried. My stepfather raised me, and I love my stepfather. I adore that man. So my dad and I weren't terribly close when I was in high school and in college and stuff like that. But when we didn't have any common ground, we always had sports. We could talk about baseball. We could talk about football or basketball. That was always a common ground. So it's like when I hear people say shit like, Sports is just a game, and it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme. And it's like, well, for me, it was a touchstone for my dad when we didn't have anything in common. Like, we didn't talk all the time. We weren't terribly close. But I could call him, and we could talk about the Yankees. Or I could call him, and he could bitch about how much he hates being a Giants (laughs) fan because the Giants suck every year in the NFL. So 
you know, we always had that. So, you know, there is importance in I forget that sometimes we goof around and talk about sports a lot, but there's yeah. importance in it, you know. And if you don't think sports is important, well, you, were you around in 2020 when everything was canceled? Yeah. And people didn't know what they were going to do. And when the Michael Jordan documentary came around, the ratings shot through the roof because that was the only form of quote unquote sports that was on at the time. When the NBA saw how desperate, it, you know, how desperate people were to have sports back, that they created a bubble down in Orlando for the season to continue. Mm-hmm. So when people say, you know, eh, sports, this sports, that we had a whole year to show you how important sports was to people, not just in what was going on on the field, but how it allowed people to get back to work. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of people who were out of jobs because sports had was done for a little bit. Yeah. I don't, that's one of the thing that, you know, when people talk about when these, these businesses or the, I should these uh, leagues have lockouts, they don't realize this affects a ton of people. You yeah. know, even though the players get paid a lot of money, you got so many people who depend on that extra money from being vendors, from being ushers, from being security. It's a lot of jobs that, you know, sports provide where people can say, oh, thank you. But if you know, you're right, you know. Without sports, I wouldn't have got to know you two guys. So that's yeah, the best thing about sports. What the hell? But sports, mm-hmm. like for me, was always like a warm blanket. And then you got to think of it too from a fan's perspective. Even if it doesn't affect you financially, it's a touch point. It's something that you can always talk about yeah. people with. Like I could, I could text you. We text each other when there's a game on or some shit. You know what I mean? It's a, t- it's always sports is always a touch point for people. And when you don't have it, you realize you're like, damn it, I miss this. I miss, I miss being able to you know, pick up a phone and text my buddy Mark and yell at him about how bad the Braves are doing or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's the stuff that you miss. So, you know, I like I said, I hope I hope my dad hangs in. I hope he does okay. I hope he finds a way to fight through this and, and get better so that I can uh, make fun of him when the Yankees don't win the World Series this year. <laughs> well, you probably end up working, but December 30th, you need to come to Atlanta. Hell yeah. What's that? Lakers. Lakers-Hawks. Lakers-Hawks. December thirtieth. Spend New Year's in Atlanta. You probably won't be able to make it uh, here. No, you just said go to New Magic Year's City no. with LeBron you, you, and Bronny. <laughs> hey, you realize my wife's Mexican is a couple of days they love. That's New Year's and Easter. His New Year's <laughs> is a big thing for Mexicans. Oh, for her it is. I yes. didn't realize that. Well, yeah, she. But Easter is number one in New Year's, and then of course Christmas. So Christmas. And Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's that's big yeah. for anybody that just likes margaritas. Hey, and I told her, what about Juneteenth? She was like, well, what's that? <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> on that note. Follow the show on Twitter at Big Shot Bob Pod for links to all our guests and all sorts of fun. The Big Shot Bob Pod is a presentation of Live by Live's Podcast One and Podcast One Sportsnet. All month long, the biggest movies are streaming free on Pluto TV's Popcorn Summer Movies. Watch star-studded blockbusters like Titanic and Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Or fall in love with charming rom-coms like Hitch and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. The best part? Pluto TV is 100% free. No credit cards, not even a sign-up. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies, TV shows, and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free.